are now entering Armbar Audio. Hello, and welcome to a new episode, a new era, Armbar Audio 2.0. I am still your host, Tim Farley, and across the screen from me, What's up? Very, very important person in my life, John's life. He was always the unofficial third member. He is now officially a member. Mr. Sid Sridram. Ah. Nerdy Mark. Hey, everybody. So I'm just going to go with, go, go with uh, Sid when I'm doing armbar audio. So just Sid Sridram is fine. But hey, everybody. Uh, hope everyone's doing well. Uh, Kind of definitely excited to uh, you know usher in the new era of armbar audio along with my boy Tim over here. Well, he's over here, um, and uh, yeah, wherever I know, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, I mean, but uh, of course uh, we are missing one person, uh, John. So I am actually taking over for John. And uh, for those who don't know, well, Tim, I'll let you explain what happened, what's going on. In 2018, um, John Kearns and myself started this venture together, uh, and shortly thereafter, through networking, we found Sid, and unlike everyone else we networked with, uh, Sid became a very close friend in a very short period of time. Uh, it was not even a month then he was already we already had a group chat on Facebook Messenger. Yeah. yeah. It still goes on to this day. Uh, it does. We we connected over wrestling, but we connected over more than wrestling. And he was always our if you go back through the archives of Armbar Audio, especially during the pandemic, you'll see how much Sid has been there on our channel. And I've been on his channel, and even for a little bit, yeah. we did this little experiment called the Gooniverse. So, uh, June 14th, uh, 2023, I found out that my brother, uh, my best friend, had passed away. And uh, I ran, uh, I clocked out of work, and I ran over to his family's house, and uh, it was me and a few members of his family him uh went back to work came back later um and that night when i made the announcement on twitter of his death uh so many had so much to say and people were asking me what they could do how they what they could donate to or anything like that it was just so incredible to see that and um, I told John, I, I told him, I said, do you believe this? And do you finally see what I've always told you about yourself? And uh, that night we were on the porch and I was with John's mom and some other people. Sid called me and said, it's possible that I may be coming for the funeral. 
and I saw John's mom's face light up, and sure enough, Sid made the trek up from Texas, and uh, yep. we both put our brother dressed. We were both Paul Bears. Uh, I yep. gave the eulogy. Yeah, you did. John's mother both told us that she sees us as her other sons, and it was very apparent to me. I mean, I've known that because I'm here all the time. And I, but to see the way she interacted with Sid, and uh, it was incredible. And I got to show Sid what it was like to hang out with John and just be, you know, instead of sightseeing everything, we were, yeah, you know, doing our normal things and uh, sit at a great time. I did. I did. I did. Go ahead. Uh, no, um, for me, you know, when I f- uh, heard the news that John passed, I thought you were joking because we had, we do this like really sick joke where we like if one of us is quiet in our chat we're like oh so and so's dead like whenever i'm quiet on the chat they're like oh sid's dead or something and literally that's how you said to me you're like hey john died i was like what and then he's like yeah he passed away i was like dude stop playing and then he called me you're like no i'm not playing this is like for real i was like my heart just sank when i when i heard john just passed um (laughs) you know and it's funny because you really don't know how much of an impact you make on people. Like, John was, like, one of my best friends, obviously, as well. But I didn't know how deep it ran. Like, I went to the funeral, and everybody there, I was telling people, oh, hi, I'm John's friend from Texas. Oh, yeah, I know I know you. Yeah, John told, tells me all about you. Oh, I see you on the, I see you on Armbar Audio. I was like, holy shit, me? You know? Little old me, you know? But, uh. John just yeah. Well, I'm a lot more little now because I've lost like I'm like 25 pounds lighter now, so I'm definitely a lot more little. But uh, <laughs> no, John See, was was up. That, that's the thing about John is that uh, for a lot of uh, listeners who may not know, uh, John had Asperger's. Yeah, he was neurodivergent. How yeah. do you want me to say that? And it was hard to gauge how he felt or anything like that because he was so very concerned with how he would be received um, and how how things would go. So he was always very. Uh, whenever we became friends, he wasn't even aware that we were friends. Uh, not because he didn't like me, but because he yeah. was socially different. Yeah. And, and like, in, in a sense, to what you're saying, Sid, is that, like, my name was in the obituary. Yeah. And I, I, I called his mother crying. And yeah. Then... You called me crying, too. <laughs> I, I was like, why is my name? Like, there's so many other people. And they ask me to eulogize. I'm like, I can talk whenever, you know, if anybody else wants to do that. They're like, no, John, I want you. And I'm like, you know, I, I've known him since 2015 because he worked at the local grocery store with my mom. But I hadn't been his, become his friend until probably 
six months before we started the podcast. And uh, it's just uh, having Sid here during that week was uh, very helpful and very healing. And I wrestled with what I was going to do with our bar audio. And Sean's grandfather pointed at me and stared me right in the eye. And he said, you keep doing it and you don't change the name. John was very proud of one of our audio. And I was like, yeah. all right. Shout-outs to, shout to Pop-Up. <laughs> yeah, shout-out to Pop-Up. So, I mean, if I'm going to listen to anyone, I'm going to listen to him. Yeah. And so then I thought, and it was a no-brainer, Sid. It was a no-brainer. I, I was, I'm like, oh, who's going to join me? Sid. Sid's going to join me. That's yeah. just how it's going to go. Uh, I don't care if he has other things going on in his life. I don't care if he has another channel. He's the co. He's the co-host now. Um, yeah. But uh, regarding John, uh, about three years, two and a half years ago, his leg got infected yeah. with cellulitis, and uh, in May, beginning of May, he it came. It became infected. He spent most of May in the hospital. He ended up losing about 53 pounds. Uh, he went to a physical rehab center for about a week and then he came home. And then about a week into him being home, he laid down for a nap just to rest. And his heart gave out. He went suddenly, but he went peacefully. And... Uh, He's yeah. still with me every day. He talked to me today because about two hours ago, uh, I tried to run this show on my own, and right now Sid is. Yeah. And I was getting frustrated, and I was in his room on his computer, and I heard John say to me, just let the brown guy do it. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds... That sounds like what he would say. Oh, Jesus. Well, I, oh, man. seated up for the podcast. You know exactly what he said. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so, uh, <laughs> so I was like, you know what? You're fucking right, John. You didn't teach me this part. You didn't teach me this part. So we fucked around for a while, and we're here now. Yeah, that's and what it is. here, too. He is. He is. You can't. You can't see him, but we can. He's like John Cena. Now, hey, John. John Cena. Anyway, uh, yeah. But um, hey, that's the only WWE reference we're gonna put in this channel. But um, it's still gonna be the same armbar audio y'all have grown to love uh, throughout the years. Um, it's just gonna be me instead of John. But uh, I mean, I will do my damnedest to to uh, you know live up to the co-hosting slash hosting. That John did, but yeah, we're um, like, we're like 450 pounds lighter, minus right. the that I lost, so yeah, <laughs> 470 or something, yeah, like yeah. I mean, I, I'm at like 190 right now, so if I lose 20 more pounds, I'll be at 170, so that'll be officially like 500 pounds lighter than both of you. Um, but hey, 170, I'm going to fly to Texas and kill you because that <laughs> it's. Is what that is like what doctors tell me I'm supposed to be. I, I mean, I, yeah. I haven't been 170 since fourth grade. I've, I think for me, it was like since 
maybe before high school I was 170, but that's it. That was it. But uh, one th what I did want to do, I have a little bit of the bubbly here, and I wanted to pour one out for John for real this time. So we just pouring one out for him right here. So, because I know you don't have, yeah, I, don't, I know you don't have anything to drink there, but, you know, I'm just doing that. Oh, okay, yeah, I, I got to pour one. Oh, it's too late. But. It's not too late. Do a cheers, fucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see? Nothing has changed in Armbar Audio. Nothing. All right, here we go. Got so a little bit of the bubbly. To you, John. Love you, man. Wherever the hell you are. And we will see you in... um in the. If you understand this reference, you're awesome, but... We'll see you at the crossroads so you won't be lonely. That's right. That's right. Oh. Oh, that's that's good actually. It's like I'm surprised how good Kroger seltzer is. But anyway. Okay. So John, Yes. It, it is John's favorite time of the year. It's the, the most one John's wonderful <laughs> time of the year. Because it is G1 season. The G1 officially kicked off this morning for us Westerners at 4 yeah. o'clock in the morning. Uh, I watched three matches, and I read about the other three because I had to sleep. Yep. Uh, apparently, Osprey and Tai Chi had a banger of a match, which Tai Chi won, uh, which is very exciting because Tai Chi... Uh, was one of the MVPs during the pandemic for New Japan. He brought eyes back onto the tag team title scene with Zack Sabre Jr. And now he has basically made Sedona into a champion. Uh, and he has had bangers and matches with Shingo lately for that King of Pro Wrestling title. And Billy Boyd was selling from Forbidden Door. So... Uh, if that keeps going, um, yeah, um, Shota Umino and Ren Narita, uh, had already what people were regarding as one of the best matches of the G1. Well, it was the first night, but you know, uh, they're right. probably going to remember it in 20 days. Um, Ren Narita and Shota Umino are part of the new three Musketeers with Yoda Suji. And they went to a time limit draw. Uh, wow. Tonga Loa, in his first match back after a year-long injury, beat Kenta. Uh, Gabe, Gabe Kidd, who's absolutely fucking insane. Uh, a year or so ago, he had a mental breakdown and had to go to the psych ward. And he has totally leaned into it uh, as his character. At the press That's awesome. All all he did was talk shit, and then whenever it was his time to talk, he brought it up. He said, who have, who has ever went to the psych ward and been in the G1? Nobody. Me. And like he, and then he, like, got, he punched Suji, and he got on Kaito Kiyomiya, and then he was kicked out of the press conference. And last night, he, uh, he was facing fellow Bullet Club member, Chase Owens, and hacked uh, oh. him before the bell and almost, <laughs> almost ruined the entire arena. 
Uh, in a losing effort, though. Chase. Um, let's see. Lame. It started off with Yoshihashi and LP. Uh, LP got uh, his bell rung uh, in the middle of the match. And Yoshihashi won, but they they shook hands afterwards, which was very nice. Also, you have time to go and watch the press conference, if only for LP. Uh, he was hysterical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he, yeah, he was active like he couldn't speak well so he had everything written on his phone he had chris charlton say it and he talked about each member of his block and uh, the best part was whenever he went and talked about o'clock he said he said me and o'clock love cartoons i like to make them <laughs> on my computer while the great o'clock likes to sit at his computer and masturbate to them. <laughs> I love that, actually. Uh, Okada beat Great Ocon. And... Uh, the Sonata? The Sonata beat Hikaleo, I believe. But, um, yeah. The G1 uh, is starting. It has. And I'm going to talk about these blocks first. Okay. So the, so the A block... Aside from Sonata and Chase Owens is and Kaito Kiyomiya is basically the youth movement block. Um, Kaito Kiyomiya could even be thrown in there too because I don't know his future. I don't know if he's going to stay in Noah. Yeah. And he is young. Um, but, and Sonata even mentioned that in the press conference. He was like, I am the oldest champion in this room and but I will wrestle with the energy of the younger guys. Um, then, uh, yeah, all three of the Musketeers are in there. Gabe Kidd, Hikaleo, Owens, Nada, Kiyomiya. Nice. Block is more of, I would say, the seasoned veterans, uh, aside from one guy, really. Uh, we got Okada, who has won four G1s, including last year's. Yoshihashi, who is looking to make a name for himself as a singles wrestler. Uh, tai Chi, the great emperor. Kenta, who at the press conference went over every one of his opponents and called them ugly. And said he was the most handsome man in the entire tournament. Damn. The great Okan. Will Ospreay, Tonga Loa, and not doing the best of Super Juniors and the G1 this year, El Fantasma. Um, C Block is a lot of hard hitters. A lot of hard hitters. 
You got the leader of Bullet Club War Dogs, David Finley, Ishii, Evil, Tama Tonga, Shingo Takagi, Aaron Hanare, Eddie uh. Kingston, who who showed up late to the G1, got straight in Finley's face, <laughs> bowed actually to Takagi, um, and Mikey Nichols of TMDK, and D Block is uh, is going to be a very interesting block because you have you have veterans, you have the best tournament wrestler on the planet, you have uh, funny guy Yano, and you got some you got a younger guy in Shane Han- and uh, Alex Coughlin, but you got uh, so. Tanahashi, the ace, Naito, Goto, Zack Sabre Jr., Toru Yano, Jeff Cobb, Shane Haste, and Alex Coggin. At the press conference, Jeff Cobb said that not only is he going to win G1 and win, you know, uh, you know this and that, because he said everybody says that, but really what I'm here for is redemption. There's guys in this block that I've lost to that I'm looking to get redemption on, and I will see you on January 4th. I thought that was pretty good. Uh, <clears throat> and I'm looking forward to see how he does. Now, uh, our friend, <laughs> our friend Addison, uh, printed out that our sent us a Google sheet of the entire... Yeah. The entire And... I'm not going to go over all of that. I'm just, we're just going to talk about the end brackets. Okay. But uh, before, before we get there, Sid, I, who stands out to you in, in each block? And what are you looking for during this tournament? Oh, Jesus. Um, wow, you're asking, asking me. All right. Um, for me, I think uh, it's just because on A block, with everything that's been going on, like with the little glimpses that I've seen, definitely uh, Sonata is a high a favorite of mine, uh, as well as from what you told me, uh, Yoda Suji. Uh, definitely want to look out, look and see what he does for sure. Yoda Suji went to Noah uh, before the tournament and kind of uh, mocked Kiyomiya. They wrestled last night, and Kiyomiya beat Suji. Oh wow! I do not, I do not think Suji loses many other matches. It makes sense because Suji has history with Kiyomiya and Sonata, and he is in the three, the three uh, Musketeers with Narita. Nice. So that's all very interesting. Nice. And then uh, B block, I'm looking at. Um, I mean, obviously, Tai Chi looks like a good favorite, too. That freaking tuxedo mask looking motherfucker. But, you know, uh, <laughs> no, I'm just messing around. Um, true. Hey, yeah. I definitely think with everything going on, LP, uh, I'm sure he's going to, you know, be definitely one of the real MVPs in B block. Uh, Osprey is. Osprey and Okada, or Osprey and Okada, what else can I say? Um, I think everybody in B-Block, B-Block looks like the, from what you just said, and also from what I've been hearing, 
B-Buck looks like the one where everybody has that chip on their shoulder and they really want to prove something. So I can't really pick someone specific from B-Block. I'm just going to say everyone has bragging rights. Not bragging rights. Everyone has... Yeah. LP. Uh, I know I'm gonna get great matches out of Osprey and Okada and Taichi. I will get to Taichi later, but okay. I got, I got a lot to Taichi. All right. Uh, C block. And I'm. Yeah. Go ahead. C block. It's also worth noting. Yeah. That Evil said that even though I'm in Bullet Club. Finley must take notice that I am at the core. <laughs> um, so, I, uh, during that whole part of the press conference, you had you had Kingston, Tomatonga, and Evil call out Finley. Mm. Uh, because Tomatonga, we haven't seen him for two months because the yeah. last time Finley sent him out on a stretcher and won the never open weight title or retained it. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to see. Uh, go ahead. Sorry. Are oh, you good? You're good. Uh, no, I definitely think uh, C Block, obviously, the one that stands out to me is Eddie Kingston. I think. I mean, we've seen AEW Eddie Kingston. I'm looking forward to see what he can do in New Japan to, you know, and do what he does. I mean, am I, do I think he's going to win the whole thing? No, but I definitely feel like he's gonna, you know, have be one of the again real MVPs. Um, well, yeah. At Independence Day, he was able to secure the New Japan Strong Openweight Title from Kenta, and he there basically you go. said exactly what you just said, kind of at his press conference. He said, "I'm humbled to be here in the greatest tournament in wrestling." And but I'm not just happy to be here. I'm going to take this title home with me, and I'm going to, you know, he's he's We're excited, up. and he's in the block he should be in. Yeah. I mean, think about Eddie Kingston and Mari, Eddie Kingston and Kog, Eddie Kingston and Tomatonga, Eddie Kingston and Ishii. I mean, we've seen it before. It's amazing. And I, I I'm doing this. I want to see Eddie beat the living shit out of Dave Finley. I want to see what Dave Finley can do. Yeah. Uh, he went to the semis or the finals of the New Japan Cup this year. I'm not sure. I don't remember. But we're going to see what he does in a long, rolling tournament. That could be interesting, yeah. Yeah, of course, uh, you know, Tomatonga. I was doing the Tomatonga thing or whatever. I know he doesn't... Yeah, I miss that theme, man. I love the... I love whatever I they, still use. they. Oh no, not that one. The their old theme. I, I do miss their old theme, but this yeah, the gorilla one is freaking an absolute banger. I love that one. He actually, fun fact, I looked this up. He had a, another theme called Spider Dance when he first started wrestling. That was that's an interesting one. It it's 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 weird, but in a good way. So if you ever want to listen to it, just look it up on YouTube. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, Tama Tonga has been someone that I've always liked and always gravitated towards. So I want to see if Tama Tonga will do something here. Yeah, uh, I mean, 
All right, Tim, just for you, Shingo Takagi as well. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, Shingo yeah. Takagi was a pillar of Dragon Gate. Oh, shit. I... Japan later in his career and dominated the junior division and then went on to dominate the heavyweight division. Uh, the only thing he has not done so far is win a G1 climax. Really? And uh, when I look when I look at C Block, I don't know what to expect from Evil. Yeah. Because House of Torture is House of Torture. But at the press conference and in interviews, Evil may be turning a little different. Not not face, but maybe not so House of Torture y. Right. Uh, I'm looking for really good showings of Manare and Kingston. Um, of course, Ishii's going to put on bangers, but I think this... Tomatonga had his G1 type of year and Wrestle Kingdom last year. Yeah. Uh, I think he's... If I'm looking at this block and I'm going to pick like where people are going to land, I think Mikey Nichols, Tomatonga, Evil, or Hanare are going to be on the lower side. Mm-hmm. I think Ishi. I think Ishi's going to be in the middle, and I think the I think the front runners are Finley and Takagi. Yeah. Um, the Eddie Kingston also, I guess, with with Ishi kind of in the middle. I don't. I don't know exactly. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, D block. Yeah. Uh, for me, I mean, Tana. Yeah. The Ace said at the press conference that. The Tony, the Tonahashi that he is now cannot win the G1. So he is going to be a different Tonahashi. Oh, well, that should be interesting. I want to see that. I definitely need Tonahashi. Go ahead. Zach said, this is just for you. Zach okay. Junior got, on the mic, got to the microphone, looked it up and down, on the floor, to the side, all kinds of things, took it, and just went <coughs> <coughs> all over. All over the press conference area, all in the crowd, kept saying testing. This was like a three-minute affair, and then he put the that's thing, awesome. He put it back and he said, "I will do my best in Japanese." <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I think honestly, like everybody here, um, I can kind of have my eye on. Definitely Tanahashi. Definitely go. Well, Goto is just my boy, so I mean, I definitely gotta. Keep an eye on him, but Naito, uh, definitely see him doing big things uh, here. Um, Jeff Cobb could be somewhere in the middle here as well. Uh, Toriano, I mean, I heard he's been, you know, killing it lately from what I've heard. Not killing it, but like, definitely. There you go. You, there you go. You did the Riano pose. You did the Riano pose. You just went. <laughs> He's gonna, yeah, you know, probably. He, he, he's good for a couple of upsets. Yeah. Uh, watch him beat Alex Tanahashi. Is also something to watch. His press conference interview was absolutely fantastic. Had no idea what this guy could do on the microphone. And he basically talked about how he had so many deaths in his family over the time where he was training in Japan. And he committed himself, dedicated himself, 
and New Japan didn't want anything to do with them until those two Australians left the company. And now he's New Japan strong uh, tag team champion. Full life. <laughs> but he really, he really just like went into a heartfelt, but also like angry uh, talk. So normally, like looking at this, I would say Coglin would be on the bottom tier. Yeah. I'm thinking he might be at the high end of the bottom. Uh, I think the middle is Jeff Cobb and uh, Tanahashi, honestly. Yeah, okay. uh, I could see that. Shane Hayes, Toru Yano, also kind of in the bottom, I'd say. Yeah. Um, but I, I think, okay, so we have Gabe Kidd and A Block. We have Nichols and C. And we have Coughlin and Shane Hayes in B Block. Shane Haste and Coughlin are going to go to a draw. Or Shane Haste is going to be because okay. I totally expect I totally expect TMDK versus War Dogs for those tag team titles along the line. Um, I could probably see I that. I think yeah. the best the best tournament wrestler Zack Saber Jr. and Tetsuya Naito are going to be ahead in this block, um, and they both have great, fantastic history as well. There's a reason why I pick why why I'm going with Naito, and we'll get there. So, when yeah. we look at the bracket at the end, the first bracket is the winner of A versus the second place of C. Mm-hmm. Who do you have in that area? For me, uh, the winner of A, I picked uh, Sonata, and Same. second place of C, you may disagree with me, it's okay, but I'm going to say Eddie. Okay, I, I can uh, see that. I can see that. From there, I go Sonata. Same. Same. I think Sonata goes to the second. Same. The next is is the winner of B against the second place of B. Who do you have next? This is just because I want to see the two Brits fighting. Um, winner of B, I picked as Will Ospreay, and Zack Sabre Jr. is second place of D, and I have Will Ospreay going over. Once again, we are we have one the same and one not the same. Okay. The winner of B, I am choosing Tai Chi. Okay. Uh, tai Chi hasn't had his big moment yet, and he deserves it. And also, his stable, the guy that he basically got to become champion, Sonata. I think Tai Chi wants wants a go, and uh, he will face Zack Sabre Jr. in mine. And going forward, I have Tai Chi going, which sets up Sonata and Tai Chi for me. Nice. Who do you have going forward? Going forward, I have uh, uh, Sonata and Osprey uh, facing off. Okay. So then we go down. Uh, the winner of C for second place of B. Okay, so winner of C, 
I'm saying Finley wins C block, and LP gets second place in B. I think that needs to. That's a feud in a way, and that that's a fight. So, Okada, so you're saying that Okada ends up in third place in B? Yeah, that's... probably because I I guess I'm thinking more. That's big. That's big. That's I know that's bold. I know. But you can't. You cannot predict G ones. No. Gato is way too hard to predict with G ones. It, it's impossible. I just wanted to see. You have LP and, Finley, and Finley. Which is, it is a few. Yeah, and I have Finley going over. Okay. I have the winner of C as Shingo Takagi, of course. Of course. And second place of B is Okada. And I have Okada going forward. Uh, the next is winner of D against second place of A. Okay, I think we're going to agree on the winner of D on this one. Uh, I'm saying Naito, winner of D. And yeah. Yoda Suji, second place of A. Yes. Oh, wow. Agreed. And Naito goes and over. That's the leader, the leader of LIJ against the newest member of LIJ, and this is Su- this was Suji's last match as a young lion before he went on excursion. Wow! And that's big. Naito is going to show him, even though you have the swagger, even though you have the goal, you still have a lot to learn, young. Yeah, young so Jedi. <laughs> in in my area. I have Okada versus Naito, and I have Naito going over Okada. Okay. So I got Finley versus Naito, and uh, Naito goes over Finley. Okay. So my final is the Dark, the dark Emperor, the Great Emperor, Tai Chi, against Destino. Yep. My. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. And. Reason I have this display is because Tai Chi beats Sonata in the semis, so he has a right to face Sonata for the IWGP Championship. But he loses to Naito, and Naito wins the G1. Naito wins the G1 because he was the first ever double champion, and that Intercontinental title meant so much to him. And then on the next night, I believe, Kota Ibushi beat yeah. him yeah. and put those titles together. Made the little winged title. Disservice. He was done a disservice. Also, every year, they talk about when is Naito going to start going down? He's not. He's not. And yeah. third, and most important, I believe the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship is going to be contested at Wrestle Kingdom between just five guys, Sonata, who was in LIJ, doing nothing until he made a change and became champion right away, against his former leader, Tetsuya Naito. Naito is your G1 Climax, 33 champion, in my opinion. So, kind of going off what you said, uh, Sonata versus Will Ospreay, I did have Sonata going over there. 
And I do think we're going to see that match at Wrestle Kingdom next year. Sonata versus Naito. But I guess this is just the Western wrestler, wrestling fan in me. But, and I guess this is kind of the WWE guy in me, I guess. But Naito and Sonata, a little teaser of what's going to happen at Wrestle Kingdom. With Naito going over. And then we finally get Sonata versus Naito. Whoever wins there, wins there. But... Yes, I also do think it's the finals are going to be Tetsuya Naito versus Sonata, and Naito beats Sonata. Nice, nice. Yes, and uh, if we can expect anything, uh, if we can take anything this morning's show going forward, this G1 is going to be definitely epic. If you are a pro wrestling fan, even if you don't. Follow New Japan. If you've never followed New Japan. Okay, Tim. Okay, Tim. I get it. I'm just, I'm messing with you. I am. I am talking to you. <laughs> so I am talking to you, bitch. You got a new job now. Oh, yeah. Enough with the anime and the Indian movies. It's time for G1. Yeah. Now, I, I'm not, okay, everybody out there, I'm not saying enough with the Indian movies because it's Indian. It's because why? Because because I started watching a lot more Indian movies. I'm getting tired of uh, Marvel films and fucking comic book movies, really. So I've decided and, to. And you want to talk about them on your channel? Yeah, I do want to talk about them on my channel. I was I wanted to get to that later, but yeah, for sure. One thing that's gonna change is a lot of wrestling content is gonna move over here. So that's what's gonna happen. But yeah, I'll, I'll talk more about it whenever I upload on my channel again, whenever that is. But yeah, to oh, BD, so. TBD. But yes, the G1 looks fantastic, and I'm excited, and I'm going to definitely watch as much as I can. All right. So we're gonna go into AEW. Oh, a show I'm familiar with. There you go. Saturday night how have you felt about this show, Sid? Um, I think it's uh, interesting um, that they're doing it. Like they do, they have. I think they got rid of dark and dark elevated or whatever the hell, and they decided, okay, we're gonna take those and put it over onto Saturday nights where people can actually watch. They don't have to worry about work tomorrow morning and stuff like that. Um, so collision is a very good idea. I don't. See, think if I don't know if I buy the whole idea of a soft brand split, you know, like CM Punk one time he like he showed up in Dynamite and he's like, I'm not even supposed to be here. I'm a Collision guy. I was like, oh, damn. Okay, so I guess they are doing it. Uh, they are doing the little brand split. Um, I feel like you know, and I think and and, you, and I'll let you talk a little bit more about it. But I do like that a lot of the the wrestlers that I want to see. Uh, are gonna be showcased more on there, like Miro, and even Andrade. So, because I think we can start giving more of a shit about Andrade, and I feel like more people should, because you know what, his working. Yeah, his matches with yeah. There you go. There we go. Yeah, I mean, because like his, like he was amazing in NXT. He was really good. I really liked him, especially with this NXT title run. He had mat great matches with uh, the likes of 
Johnny. Well, he wrestled Johnny Gargano like three times, but all three times was freaking awesome. And then he, of course, did drop it to Al, at that time Alistair Black, now Malachi Black. That was great, but I'm glad that they're kind of reigniting that feud. That should be a banger of a match. Um, I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, overall, Collision's been pretty cool. Um, just uh, waiting for a few more episodes and seeing where everything goes. I think it's a fantastic show. Um, now, a lot of the internet wrestling nerds uh, obviously want to talk about ratings. Okay, Saturday night isn't the best for a wrestling show, especially whenever college sports will happen, and Saturday nights you want to go out with your friends, and Saturday And nights, get shit-faced. Uh, uh, I think UFC, and then you also have I think so, to, yeah. Uh, think about the uh, WWE pay-per-views now, because they're not on Sundays. Oh, dude, they're not. Saturday. Hey, hey, they're not pay-per-views. They are premium live events. Get that right now. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, you're gonna get an email. You're gonna get a lawsuit from Vince McMahon. <laughs> but like I said, Saturday night is going out with friends. I mm-hmm. think ticket sales for Collision are going to be good. Uh, I like the idea of a brand split, whether it was for good reasons or not good reasons, because. This company existed has existed for four years. Yeah. Everyone and their mother complained about the bloated the roster. The roster, the bloated roster. And how do you fix that? You make separate shows. Yeah. For different people. I mean, why do you think and now we have Ring of Honor? So, and the Ring of Honor. Yeah. yeah. There you go. You got three freaking shows. Tony Khan's giving you three shows at least. So, boom, there you go. You know? Oh, oh, yeah, with um, Rampage. I'm sorry. I'll say this. I've liked everything that I've seen out of everyone there. I've liked, uh, I've liked Miro so far. I've liked Andrade and the House of Black so far. I've liked seeing Tony Nese do his cool new gimmick on Collision. Uh, I've really liked the CMFTR stuff against Bullet Club Gold. I <laughs> Bullet Club Gold was a turd floating in the pool until when collision came BC gold shot and the guns being in and bullet club gold not just because of their name but because of their attitude yeah perfect it makes uh, perfect sense Jay White's stock in AEW has already risen he's called him and Juice are beat FTR last week and have a two out of three falls match tonight. And I don't expect him to win, but it's going to be great. And he already said, CM Punk, if you don't want me coming after you, don't take out what you had in that bag because I like gold. And that is something I want to see. I I have to see CM Punk and Jay White because I think uh, a lot of the CM Punk naysayers uh, have said that Punk has not put anyone over into the AEW run. There's ways to put people over while still winning. I think he helped Darby Allen. I think he helped MJF. I think... Uh, and I think 
he is doing a good job so far on his uh, redemption tour, I guess. Um, <clears throat> I like the way the aesthetic of the collision. I like the way it looks. I like the way it's set up. I like whenever it starts, you get the main eventers talking shit instead of in between the show. Uh, it feels different than Dynamite, and that's good. Mm -hmm. I don't want another Dynamite. I yeah. want another Dynamite Rampage, and I don't really like Rampage all that much. Um, what? Was, you know, if I was Tony Khan, I would get rid of Rampage altogether. Uh, mm -hmm. But uh, I've really been digging the show. And speaking of that show, uh, tonight there's going to be the Owen Hart Foundation Tournament Finals. Uh, we have Ruby 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 Soho against Willow Nightingale and CM Punk against his ally, Ricky Starks. Um, there's, we'll get into... We'll get into that in a second. I, 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 this is all free ball in my head. Oh, yeah, no, that's um, fine. What's going on on Dynamite first? Because I want to end with predictions for tonight. Um, okay. So Dynamite happened. And, it did. Uh, right now, the big stories there are the best heel in wrestling currently, Don Callis, and his uh, vengeance upon the Kenny Omega. Um. What else happened on Dynamite? Can you get, oh, Harley Cameron, star in the fucking making, okay? Yeah. Nobody expected this woman to actually rap, and she, she fucking killed it, dude. She rapped fast, as fast as Twister. Nice. And, and she's hot. Like, yeah. she doesn't have to wrestle. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And, and I saw people on Twitter going, or, or Facebook, one or the other, and they were like, what was that all about? Why does this exist? Okay, you want young men, younger men who are in puberty to watch the show? You put that on. Also, there you go. it was hilarious. It was something you would not expect. Yeah. And I love it. That's great, uh, yeah. Yeah, the, the MJF and Adam Cole segment was entertaining as hell. That was good. Best thing going in AEW right now is the team of MJF and uh, AKA, yeah, AKA it's called Better Than You, Bay Bay. That's what they're called. Right. They're called Better Than You, Bay Bay. It's awesome. Their pro sessions have become must-see TV. Yeah. And it's going to be crazy, though. Were, yeah, go ahead. Whenever they were going to play video games, <laughs> and Adam Cole's like, you never played it. Like you have to have friends to play, and then like that's when Cole's walls started to break down. Oh yeah, that was that was nice. The, the thing is, we know it's going to happen, but who is go who do you think? All right, first, first, the blind eliminator tag tournament finals will be MJF and Adam Cole against. The Jericho Appreciation Society of Daniel Garcia and Sandy Yeah. Daniel Garcia and that Who shitty little dance. You know what? I think... Yeah, oh, God. 
Oh god. That's so fuck. I love that dance. I wanna I wanna I'll punch him with the balls for that dance. <laughs> yeah, oh I loved it. Was trying to get into the chop fest with Saber and Shibata and they would smack the shit out of him and he would just go he just start doing it. And they just like, whooped him. No, and then they came and just whooped his ass. Yeah. I mean, I get it, but also it's like, it's kind of, I don't know. Anyway, like, I understand it's supposed to make me feel the way that I feel, but I also am like, just stop it, dude. You, you, anyway, you said you look like you got ants yeah, in your pants. You're, you're, you're one of the guys in the crowd going, you're a wrestler. Yeah, something like that. I don't, I don't do it at home, but yeah, basically. Hmm. So, yeah, I know. But I I think for me, I'm going to go ahead and say that Sammy and uh, Garcia go over. Um, because I think as much as we've enjoyed the bro sessions, it's going to be that we all know it's going to come to an end at some point. And I think it's going to be that much more heart-wrenching and heartbreaking when finally MJF clatters Cole with the title and they finally say, you know what, and then and finally that that feud gets reignited, and it's even more personal, and the stakes are that much more higher, and the match is that much more brutal. Because we all know from NXT, Adam Cole is can go can get very hardcore, you know. So, and there you go. See that one thing I retain from John, I like the hardcore shit sometimes. So there you go. Okay. I think they face FDR. Then. Or they face Bullet Club Gold. And oh. who they face is who turns. Yeah. Because they will lose the match. And if it's against FDR, MJ, MJF is going to stab Adam Cole in the back and reignite the feud. But. Yeah, Adam Cole. We'll turn at the end of the match or after the match, join Bullet Club Gold and say, I'm sorry, Max, but I knew you were going to do it. So I just did it before you could. So. And so it all depends on who who they face to me. True. Uh, I believe it will be FTPR. So, it will so be, I believe it will be MJF. Because I, I don't I don't think I want to see tweener MJF Adam, yet. Or no. MJF yet. Yeah, or, I, I don't, yeah. It's a baby face right now. They got that reality show going. Let, it, let him stay baby face. I kind of like it. I mean, I've always seen him as a yeah. heel. And he's great as a heel. But I like seeing him as a face for once because if you've seen him outside of of uh, AEW or even WWE, like he's like a super chill dude. In general, he's yeah. super fucking chill. Like if you've wa- I've watched some of his Twitch streams, like on yeah, he's a he's a nice guy. Like I think I saw like a backstage video of him, like you know, a- in NXT as the Undisputed Era. Like he was like going and like talking to the kids and taking pictures. It was very wholesome. And I think you kind of just keep him as a baby face to, to kind of accentuate that a little bit more. But yeah, I would say 
but let me ask you this question though, Tim. If Adam Cole beats BC, joins BC Gold, what about Roddy? And what about you know what's his name? And Kyle O'Reilly whenever he comes back. Well, Roddy is still injured. Yeah. And he can he can bitch and moan. And then when Kyle's ready to come back, Roddy's up and at him. And maybe they uh, do with BC Cole. Who knows? Uh, like so, Cole turns on turns on Jay White and joins B and joins his boys. No. 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 Okay. There's too much turning. I'm getting confused. Yeah, I know. I, too, many, too, many, too many turns. That's exactly. That's exactly why I was like. Sort of straight line. So the other big thing uh, we'll talk about on the Dynamite side is we got to find out the fifth members for each team, and I was overjoyed, and I knew that day I knew who was going to be the fifth member for Blackpool Combat Club slash Callus and I knew. I knew Jericho was going to be a red hair. That's another thing. Jericho yeah. will join the Callus uh, family, family whatever. Opinion. Yeah. Uh, and Sammy and Danny losing in the tournament will contribute to the fallout of, of the Jericho appreciation. Society. Yeah. And the eventual breakup, I guess. Yes. Uh, yeah. With Hager. We've, we saw what he had to say to Jericho on Dynamite. Uh, basically, like, you got to be upfront with me. And, like, if you're going to do this, you know, he's upset. Put the hat down. Apparently, he doesn't like the hat anymore. That sucks. Um, but okay. Jake, and we have saw a lot of contracts expire this past week. Yeah. Fuego del Sol. Brian Pillman. Uh, someone else that I can't remember. Um. It's entirely possible that Jake Hager, who referenced his his uh, MMA stream, decides to go do that for me. It's also I wouldn't mind that. But Jericho says, you did save me, and if I do join the Callis family, you're coming with me. I think Garcia is in a place, Sammy is in a place right now where they can go and be on their own. They can start a feud to- with each other. Or just keep Garcia and um, 2.0. Yeah. Um, and keep uh, stuff. We could. Uh, I, I. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. But I think the red. I said the red herring was Jericho, mm-hmm. and it was going to be somebody else. And I had to think. Well, who else would I get? And there was a guy that. We haven't seen in a while. We saw on Instagram posting with Finn Balor. Uh, yeah. Who's obviously ring ready. And, and who obviously hates the elite from day one. Because of the first ever press conference for AEW. He went face to face with Hangman. Uh, he has history with Kenny Omega. Which he let us know. Whenever uh, they beat the living shit out of him. And they were about to break mm. his neck. And then Omega said. I haven't told you our member. Look at the Tron, you idiots. <laughs> and? and the Golden Star 
I'm trying to do the pose. Himself, Kota Ibushi, will be there next Wednesday, reforming the Golden Eagle to go against John Moxley. Wheeler Yuda. Yeah. Claudio Castellini. Claudio Carbonara. Claudio Pasta. Yeah. Oh, I feel so bad saying that, but I don't care. Kanosuke Takashita and Pat. I really just want Kota Ibushi to knock the crap out of that cinnamon roll eating motherfucker to Kashita. Okay? I, that's what I want to see. But I also want to see. Yeah. Me too. And everyone's saying that as soon as Ibushi was announced, everyone was saying Ibushi's going to go murder Ibushi on Yuta. Or that. I, I would love to see that too. Yeah. So, I mean, I want to see that. I see that. I, I do want to see Pac and uh, Ibushi interact as well. That would be dope. Uh, I want to see Ibushi interact with all of them. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Claudio and Kenny. I want to see. I want to see Claudio and Kenny. That put the put them on the top of the fucking cage and just have them go. Just do this, you know. And yeah, I I want to see that. And I think. That would be cool. Oh my god, that would be amazing. And then, or you have Hangman on the top of the cage trying to do like a bugshot lariat. I don't know how you would go about doing it, but I think they can figure it out. Uh, I mean, it sucks that Danielson's injured, but you know, in a way, this kind of brought, uh, uh, you know, opened the doors for Pac. But yeah. Oh, well, congratulations, Brian Danielson. I'm not sure. Someone, someone, one of my Facebook friends said anytime Danielson is not here to compete, he goes and has sex with his wife and makes it good. So, I mean, I mean, hey, we got it. I mean, they, they got nothing. I mean, it's freaking Brie Bella, so I would, I, I don't, I don't blame him. Anyway. I mean, shit. Wrestler, you're married to a hot woman. What else are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah. Wrestling? Might as well fuck. There you go. <laughs> yep. There you go. And now that just we just lost like five subscribers now. Anyway, uh, but he made Okada tap, and then he made Green tap. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but no. Um, I mean, by the way, for those who didn't understand the cinnamon roll reference, uh, Takeshita, before he turned heel, used to post about Cinnabon on Twitter all the time. And so, like, yeah, so that's why I said that cinnamon roll eating motherfucker. But uh, anyway, <laughs> but I think uh, finally, though, I'm going to say the Golden Elite go over in this. Um, I would say either Omega pins to Kesta or uh hangman and omega do like a double pin on moxley because they have history with moxley so we'll see i can't go that far into it like i don't know who's gonna pin who but 
I do agree the Golden Elite is going to win, but Kenny Omega will not be able to get his hands on Don Callis. No. And the feud will still continue. Between uh, him and Takeshita and him, yeah. Yeah, and, and Callis. Um, I think, yeah, I think the, the combat club goes down uh, for once. Yeah. So, that brings us to tonight's collision. We have a two out of three falls for the tag team titles, and we have the Owen Hart finals. Uh, We're going to bounce around. Okay. First, first, we'll talk. You, you start with the tag team, I'll go with the women's, and you go with the men's. Okay. So, who do you got winning the tag team? Uh, you know what? Look, I've seen. I actually had the pleasure for the last two out of three falls match that I watched. Um, was it two out of three falls or was that that? Oh, it was the dog collar match against the Briscoes? Sorry, but yeah, no, I did have the pleasure of seeing. But I did see the 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 two out of three falls match last year at uh, what Death Before Dishonor. Um, so yeah, one of them. I don't know whichever. Um, but they wrestled the Briscoes in, in one of those matches. So, but I had the by the way I had the honor of actually seeing uh, Jay Briscoe's match live, uh, his final match live. So that was awesome. Uh, I feel like obviously if BC Gold is being represented by White and uh, uh, Juice, right? Okay. So, but I think I think this is gonna be a, a damn good match. However, um, I don't know if FTR should be dropping it to BC Gold just yet. Um, I think, you know, I don't know who they should drop it. Uh, you know, if they do drop it to somebody, I don't fucking know. The acclaimed, just give them the titles again. I don't care. But uh, Or the Young Bucks. That would be another good match. Uh, anyway, but... Uh, I think if FTR loses the titles, it should be to John Silver and Alex That'd be cool. Rampage, oh, I saw that. I saw that. Said that they were going to start being serious again and looking to recruit. Yeah. And uh, it was funny because Vincent said something uh, on Twitter. Yeah, I saw Vincent that. Vincent has Stu Grayson right now, the righteous. Uh, but Alex Reynolds and John Silver deserve a championship run. Uh, they do. They're a fantastic. They do. They are going to be serious. They then that's included. But in this yeah. situation, like you said, if it was the BC Gold team of the guns, I would have a harder time picking. Jay White and Juice Robinson are singles wrestlers that can tag and have tagged and did well. They beat FDR last week. Yeah. I do not think they win in a two out of three falls against FTR. Nope. Nope, um, not at all. And really, because I don't think FTR loses it yet, and I want to see White and Punk. And that's not going to happen if Punk's... Uh, if, if, uh, if Punk's in... If, if White's uh, tag champ. True. Yeah, so FTR and... Uh, I'm going to go with FTR as well. Yeah. So, yeah. the women's finals are Ruby Soho against Willow Mike. Willow Nightingale pulled the upset off on Athena last night, which will earn her 
a title shot at the ROH title, I assume. And because that's my thinking, I believe Ruby will be the women's Owen Hart tournament champion. I have to agree with you on that. Um, I think it's been... Ruby, I feel like, has, in a way, for the longest time, she was overlooked, and then she joined... She turned heel and joined the Outsiders, and now getting that, getting a lot more shine. They have the uh, AEW Women's title on over there. I think it would be really cool for Ruby Soho to have something of her own that she can say, oh, I won the Owen Hart. So... That would be something cool. And, and it's a long time coming. Yeah. You know, I've, I've watched her since her indie days, and I've always felt that she has never been given her just due in the other promotion. And so no. far in AEW, she's had yeah. great stuff, but she hasn't won anything. Yeah. Um, and since I think Willow will get the ROH uh, shot at Athena, I don't see her winning. Yeah, same. Um, but then again, everybody loves Willow Nightingale. So it's, it's, it's not like... It's really... 100% Ruby. Yeah, it's anyone's game, really. Yeah. In a, well, kind uh, of, yeah. So the men's uh, tournament final is CM Punk against his ally, Ricky Stokes. Cedric? Oh, yeah, uh... I feel like it would be good for Ricky Starks to win this. I really want him to win it. I think it would. I think he kind of deserves it. But I feel like they're gonna go with Punk on this one. I just feel like they're gonna do it, and that kind of makes me sad. So that's everyone's thoughts that I've read, and I disagree. Okay. Uh... Uh, there's been a lot of reports that CM Punk is taking his role as uh, locker room leader and the runner kind of of collision seriously. I think that his pandering to Canada and the hearts is all nice and everything. Last week, after the match with Samoa Joe, Joe did some damage to Punk. <clears throat> I think I think the opposite of everyone. I think Punk is going they're going to have a respectful, very good singles belt. Mm-hmm. And Punk is going to lose to Ricky Starks. Yeah, I would uh, like to see that, yes. How he loses how he loses, I'm not sure. Because you still have DC Gold running around, you have Small Joe running around. There could be some type of interference to keep Punk looking strong. Or he could just lose clean. And things can happen after the match. Um, I think it would be a major disservice to Ricky Starks and Hobbs, who beat Pryor, uh, if Punk wins. So, whether I hope this, that, whatever... I really do think that Tony and Punk and whoever else is on creative, Brian Danielson, etc., are going to have Ricky Starks go over. It's it's the right thing. To do. Yeah. CM Punk does not need the tournament win 
And no. since he came to AEW, he has only had two singles losses and one multiple loss. He could use a loss. It's obvious right now that he's his the reaction he's getting from the crowds is like prime Cena. Half of them love him, half of them hate him. They're all vocal. Yeah. Uh, he he has he has two possible feuds coming out of this with Jay White and Smojo. It's not necessary. Yeah. Randy Starks des- deserves it. Deserves the push. The push, yeah. Yeah. So that's it for this episode. Next week we are going to be talking about we're probably going to review uh Death Before Dishonor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Probably give an update on the G one. Tonight we have a W collision. Night two of the G one climax. Impact Slam Aversary and Triple Mania. Uh, a lot going on. Where, yes. Wherever you are in the world, whether it's morning, noon, night, you have a great one. Peace and love to all of you. Bring it in, Sid. There you go. Bang! Bang!